Welcome to the Badass Lightworker Podcast. My name is Ella Sang, and I'm a spiritual life and business coach, master manifester, and lover of all things woo. If you are a spiritual entrepreneur or leader looking to own your purpose and truth to make massive impact in this world, then you've found the right place. It is my mission to empower badass, ambitious lightworkers to embrace their soul purpose, shine their light online with confidence, and manifest their most soul-aligned business in life. You deserve to create your dream reality, and this podcast will give you all the spirituality, manifestation, mindset, and business tools to make it happen. Get ready to raise your vibration big time and to raise the vibration of this entire planet with your light. You with me? Hey, hey, badass lightworkers, what's up? And welcome back to the Badass Lightworker podcast. And if it's your first time here, welcome. My name is Ella and I'm the host of this podcast and also a spiritual life and business coach empowering badass lightworkers to connect to soul, uplevel their mindset at a subconscious level and manifest their most aligned life and lit up business. Bam, there goes my new refined mission statement. I am obsessed with doing this kind of stuff, by the way, refining my elevator pitch to get that clarity on what I do. But all that aside, I am so excited to hop on this episode with you guys, because as you can probably tell, if you have been listening to my previous episodes, I've been trying out this new thing with doing some content repurposing because What I've realized is that I drop a lot of value in my YouTube videos, which if you didn't know, I post two YouTube videos every single week and I will link my channel in the show notes so that you can check it out if you haven't already. But then I kind of realized that sometimes people just don't want to go on YouTube or they don't have the time to listen and watch my 10 minute video where they feel like they have to be staring at their screen. And I know a lot of you often listen to me when you're at the gym or you're driving or you're on the go. And so I wanted to make sure that the valuable content that I'm dropping on YouTube also gets to you. So I've been putting them in some podcast episodes. So be sure to head on over to Instagram and let me know how you feel about those types of episodes, whether you love it or hate it. Let me know so that I can get your feedback. Um, But overall, I think that this is just such a great way to make sure that all of the manifestation, law of attraction, spiritual aligned business goodness that I'm dropping over on my YouTube channel can also get to you guys. So I am really excited to hop on today's episode, which is talking all about changing your subconscious money beliefs to step into massive abundance in your life and in your business because this is something that I have been personally working with in my life and I have already seen such major shifts in my mindset and as a result of that the things that I am able to manifest on a monetary level on an abundance level into my life so I'm really excited to guide you guys through my little process today for changing your subconscious money beliefs now before I jump into that I do want to share an exciting announcement with you which is that I am accepting new beautiful souls into my shine your light program you guys shine your light is like my little baby you have no idea how far I have come with designing this program and really 
cultivating it to a place where I am so excited and lit up to talk about it. Because when I first started coaching, honestly, I didn't know what I was doing. And I was kind of like just throwing spaghetti against the wall and hoping that something would stick and work. But now I am so excited because Shine Your Light is such a powerful and transformative four-month program that gets you connected to your truth that will up-level your mindset and reprogram your mind at a subconscious level so that you can finally step into that successful next level version of you. And of course, there's also the lit up brand building element so that we will walk you through it together in building your most lit up profitable online brand and ultimately helping you manifest all the things that you desire into your life. So if you have been feeling, for example, that you are hiding behind mindless busy work, like updating your website for the 50th time or consuming yet another online course, which is something I called productive procrastination, meaning that you're doing something that seems like it's kind of productive, but really you're procrastinating on the real things that you need to get done. And if you've been feeling just like terrified of fully owning your spirituality and your spiritual path and your spiritual gifts and allowing that to come across in your offers in your business because you're afraid of what people are going to think of you, then this program, my friend, is going to be for you, especially if you are also struggling to piece together and clearly communicate what it is that you do and how is it that you help your soulmate clients transform. And right now it may feel like it's like a jumble of ideas in your mind. You kind of know, but when someone asks you, so what exactly do you do? You're at a loss for words. Then that's exactly what we are going to work through together and shine your light. The best part about shine your light is that it really focuses first on an inner transformation because everything that I do and that I preach about, it's always that inner creates outer. So first we are going to work through your mindset and your spiritual practice to really make sure that we are shining light on all of the limited subconscious programmings that are holding you back, the beliefs of I'm not good enough to do this work or I'm not worthy to receive money. We are going to dismantle that, set you up for success with spiritual and mindset tools before we move towards brand building and talking about building your business. Because yes, the outer work is important, but until you have the mindset foundation, until you actually believe that you have what it takes, until you actually have that mindset of like everything is always happening for me and that I can trust in the divine in the universe to guide me towards my highest good, things are going to be very difficult if you're only focusing on the outer work. So Shine Your Light is really about having this holistic experience of addressing first your inner world before we move into your outer world. So if you are ready to become that leader that you've always dreamt of, that confident, assertive, truth-speaking soul who is unafraid to show up, be seen, guide her tribe, share her message, and really share her light work in a massive way that not just attracts and soulmate clients, but really raises the collective consciousness and the energetic vibration of this freaking planet, then honestly, you need to join Shine Your Light because that is exactly what we are going to work through together in collaboration. And my biggest goal is to really transform you at a subconscious identity level. It's not about just like giving you like, okay, do this, do that, do this, and then you're going to be successful. It's about helping you understand 
What does that next level version of you look like? And then having those mindset and spiritual practices so that you can fully embody that and become that next level because that is where you become extremely magnetic for all of the abundance and success that you desire. So that's just my little excited spiel about Shine Your Light. I'm going to drop all the details in the show notes, so be sure to head on over to learn more about the program book in your free light activation call so that we can chat more about whether or not this program is right for you. But honestly, if you are ready to just get over your BS and finally step into your truth and shine your light big time to create massive income and impact, this is going to be for you, okay? So that's my first little announcement for you guys. And now let's jump into the goodness of talking about how to change your subconscious money beliefs to step into massive abundance. So, like I mentioned, I've been working a lot on my money mindset these days because I've realized that I was focusing a lot on the outer work and on inner work, yes, but in other aspects that didn't pertain to money and that I still had a lot of money blocks to actually work around. So recently, I've been harnessing goddess energy, from the beautiful abundance goddess Lakshmi to help me step into my next level of abundance. And so today I really felt called to talk about this. And if you guys have been following my content, you know I normally don't talk too much about money mindset, but I think that is just such a big component to the mindset work, to the inner work, and to really stepping up your sense of worthiness for being able to attract in all the abundance that you desire. So what I've come to realize for myself and in clients that I've worked with and just people that I've witnessed in my community is that it doesn't matter how much action you are taking on the outside because if deep inside you think that making money is bad, you think that making money is not spiritual, you think that making money means that people are not going to like you, uh, you think that you're not worthy to receive money, you will end up self-sabotaging yourself in one way or another. It's literally just a matter of time. It's going to happen. And so what we really need to do is start to bring awareness to the subconscious programs that are running the show right now when it comes to money. Because your subconscious mind is like the blueprint to how you take action, right? Your subconscious mind literally takes up like over 90% of your decision-making process. It is where we store values, beliefs, and memories, and just everything that shapes the way that we look at money and everything else in our lives. And so it's really important that when we're trying to create any mindset shifts and changes that we're looking at the subconscious level, because when we make change at the subconscious level, that's going to be lasting change. When we make things at a conscious level, we require conscious effort and willpower to do things, right? So a quick example is that part of your subconscious program is to wake up in the morning and go brush your teeth. Like you don't consciously think about, oh, now I have to go brush my teeth. Let me walk myself to my bathroom and brush my teeth. Like you just wake up and then you do it because it's part of your subconscious program. And so that's why when it comes to money beliefs, we really need to hone in on the subconscious programs and the beliefs that you are running about money. And so I want to walk you through today my three-step process for shifting through any limiting mindset programs, any limiting beliefs, 
And this is my three phases called see, shift, and shine. So see is all about witnessing with active awareness because like I always, always say, we cannot change something that we are not aware of. So seeing is all about seeing for the first time what is really going on and seeing from a place of detachment and not like, oh, I feel bad. Like, why am I doing this? I'm such a horrible person, but just purely from this place of observing what is going on. Then shifting is all about, okay, I've looked at the problem. I know what the problem is. Where am I going to go from here? How can I dismantle this old belief or this old perception of something? And shine is really all about where you embody your next level belief, your next level subconscious program to how you want to live your life. And for example, how you want to run your business or how you want to feel about money instead. Okay. So I'm really excited to guide you guys through these exercises. And if you haven't already, I highly recommend that you pull out a journal or just have a piece of paper or a notebook close by because there are going to be a lot of things that I'm going to be inviting you to write down. Begin to reflect either right now as you're listening to me or you can just write things down and do this as a practice later on. But I'm going to be giving you those prompts and those questions, but you really have to be that person to do the work and to dive in to those memories, to those beliefs about money. And yes, it's not going to be an easy process, right? It might kind of trigger and pull up some old memories and things like that, but we really have to work with the shadow. We have to work with some of like the darker beliefs and things that are going on in our mind in order to shift to light. So without further ado, let's jump into the first phase, which is seeing. So like I mentioned, this phase is all about gaining awareness as to what are the limiting money beliefs running the show in your subconscious right now. So I want you to write in your journal or on your piece of paper, what do I believe to be true about money? First impression. So seeing first impression helps you tap into your subconscious and really access deeper information than just your conscious level mind trying to rationalize everything. So just write out a list, like go all out and list out every single belief that you have about money. Just whatever comes to mind, there is no need to overthink it, no need to judge it, just let it all out. So for example, some of the beliefs that I have been faced with are, I believe that I need to work really hard in order to deserve making money. Or I believe that me making money is taking away from other people. I believe that I'm not good with handling money. I believe that if I make a lot of money, my friends and family may start to treat me differently and not like me. Like these are really weird beliefs, you guys. And as you write yours out, you might start to think like, what? I actually believe that? That's ridiculous. But that's how our subconscious mind works. Your subconscious mind basically has the age of like a five-year-old, right? So a lot of things don't really make sense, but your subconscious mind can really hold on to that and make decisions and take action from that place, which is why it's so important for us to gain awareness over it. So once you get it all out, you list out all the beliefs that you have around money, I then want you to ask yourself, what is my most vivid memory of an event that shaped my beliefs around money? 
first impression. So same idea, really recalling back what is a specific memory that you can recall from the past, an event or some form of memory that has shaped your beliefs around money. Now, there may be multiple throughout your life, and that's totally normal. I'm sure for me, I also have had multiple but we wanna begin by looking at what is the first thing to come up. And when I did this exercise, it literally came to me like in a snap of a finger. It was like an instant that my subconscious brought to mind exactly what was the incident that has really shaped the way that I look at money. And your subconscious wants to help you, so your subconscious is going to kinda you know, feed you that answer right away. So trust that intuition and begin to work with it. So for me, I'm gonna share mine with you guys because now in hindsight, I'm actually really proud of like the eight, nine-year-old Ella, but then back then, I don't think I was very happy with what happened. Um, so essentially when I was about in fourth grade, I got a book that was called Tiny Treats. I will never forget this book because I love it till this day. I don't have it anymore. I think it's somewhere in my parents' house. But anyways, Tiny Treats um, was a book that basically taught you how to make really cute miniature desserts. Like I swear, I think it's probably still available on Amazon or something right now. So if you wanna check it out, just Google Tiny Treats book. And essentially I learned how to make these like really cute mini cakes by stacking two Oreos on top of each other and frosting it. And I also learned how to make these super cute mini donuts by basically taking Cheerios and frosting it with some melted chocolate or icing and then dipping it in sprinkles. So as you can imagine, a Cheerio is essentially like a mini donut, but in a cereal form. So I made a pretty great batch of miniature donuts. And so eight-year-old Ella was very entrepreneurial and she was like, okay, let me bring these to school and see what my friends think about it. So I brought them to school and of course the kids love these mini donuts. And then I realized, I'm like, wait, I can create like half a dozen of these and put them in a little bag and sell it to my classmates. And so that's what I decided to do was I would go home after school do my homework, make my donuts, then the next day bring them to school and sell them to my classmates. And so I was really excited. I can't remember exactly how much money I made from that, but I would say like, I mean, at least a good like maybe $10, $15 because I think I was selling them for like $2 for a dozen or something. Uh, close to that, but you can imagine that for an eight, nine-year-old, that was super exciting. I was like, wow, I have money to go buy food. I have money to go buy new books. Um, and so I brought that money home and I showed my mom and I was like, look, mom, I made money by selling mini donuts. And I thought she was going to be very proud of me. Like, great job, Ella, you're so entrepreneurial. But instead, I will never forget the way that she looked at me and her brows kind of furrowed and she became angry. She was like, you can't do that. You can't take money from other kids, that's bad. You need to go to school and give them their money back. And I remember I was very taken aback. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not taking their money. I'm giving them mini donuts and they're paying me for it. But of course, feeling defeated as an eight, nine year old, I went back to school and I gave the kids their money back and I was like, sorry, I can't make you mini donuts anymore. My mom won't allow me. And they were sad and I was sad. And so this was like such like a simple event. You know, it seems like such a little blip in my timeline, but I didn't realize how much that affected the way that I felt about money growing up and about asking for money and making money because 
to my inner child, it was still thinking that making money is bad. You can't take money from other people. Taking money from other people is bad. And just this whole concept that receiving money in a value exchange is taking money instead of receiving money. So I want you to go examine your life and to pick out what is the most vivid memory that you have around money that kind of shape your money beliefs and the way that you look at money? Because once you have awareness over that, we can then move on to the next phase of shifting those beliefs and those old stories. So moving on to shift now, for each of the money beliefs that you have come up with in your previous list, I want you to first ask yourself, what proof do I have that this is not in fact true? So what proof can you gather, you know, based on your own life, based on the lives of people around you, based on the lives of people that you've seen online? What evidence can you find to prove that your money beliefs are in fact just BS? Because chances are any limiting negative money belief is in fact just BS. So you really want to start listing out a counter to each of these beliefs so that you can start to witness right there in front of you how those beliefs are not true. Then I want you to ask yourself and journal on and reflect on the question, which is how will letting go of my old money beliefs serve the most abundant version of me? So for example, by letting go of your old limiting money beliefs, perhaps you're going to be able to show up more to promote your services and share how people can benefit from working with you. Or perhaps you can more openly receive money and abundance in all its forms around you because you feel like you are worthy of it. And maybe it's that you can live a life of freedom, putting in the work to grow your business, but also prioritizing your well-being. Essentially understanding what does the most abundant version of you look like and how will letting go of your beliefs allow you to step into that version of you. And if you have also brought awareness to some kind of childhood event or maybe even in your early adulthood or teenage years that have shaped your beliefs about money, I highly recommend doing some inner child work as well. Like really thinking about how to nourish that younger version of you who believed to be true whatever it is that has happened, right? So for example, it was like the eight-year-old me who thought that by me selling many donuts to my classmates, that was bad, that I was bad for taking money. So that's something that I'm diving into more and more every single day is working with my inner child, is nurturing my inner child and letting eight-year-old Ella know that, hey, it's not your fault. Like, great job for being creative. Great job for being entrepreneurial. You know, your mom was just sharing her belief, which is not her intention to make you feel bad. But now you know better. You know that it is not bad to take money, right? It is not bad to ask for something in exchange for the value that you're giving people. So working through inner child work by writing to your inner child, by speaking to your inner child out loud, by doing visualization can also also be extremely helpful. Now we're finally moving on to the final phase, which is shine, which is all about what are the new empowering beliefs about money that you want to shine in. 
So the question to ask yourself here is what do you choose to believe in instead about money? So you want to make sure to phrase your new beliefs in the positive and in present tense. So for example, you're not going to say, I believe that I can get out of my debt easily because what you're focusing on there is the debt. So instead, you may write something such as, I believe that I can easily become financially free. So other beliefs may be that I believe that I can work less and be more and that that shift in energy makes me more of a magnet to money. That's something that I am personally working on or that I believe that my work is of massive value and service and worthy of massive compensation or I believe that money is just energy and that there is an abundance of it ready for me to claim. When I give massive value, money flows naturally to me. Or it's that I believe that the more money I make, the more value I can create and therefore the more people I can help. And this one, you guys, is so friggin true. And it's such a great way to look at money that we often don't think about money in. And I think it's really sad because just the way that society has been and a lot of like the old paradigms around money, we think that money is evil, that wealthy people are selfish, that when you have more money, you become a bad person. And just like a lot of BS beliefs around that, that we are carrying as a collective. But I want you to just think back to what is money at the end of the day? Money is a resource. Money allows us to get the things that we desire in our lives, to allow us to have experiences that we want in our lives. So even just now, I want you guys to list out at least five things that money has allowed you to do or has created for you in your life and for the people around you, like your friends and family. For example, I am so grateful for money because with money, I can invest in myself. I can invest in new trainings to up-level my knowledge and therefore have more to give. I am also grateful for money because money allows me to go grocery shopping and buy food because I love to eat. And money allows me to go out and spend time with friends and go out, have a drink or go out and dance on a weekend, right? Money is a resource and when we start to look at money as a resource we start to appreciate we start to feel gratitude towards money and that's what i want you to do is express your gratitude your thankfulness for what money has allowed you to create and ultimately we can't give from an empty cup we know this phrase from a self-love perspective but it's also highly applicable when it comes to money just think about it for a second if you are struggling to pay your rent and pay your bills and buy your food and buy your cleaning supplies or buy your cat litter, whatever that is, how can you possibly have inspiration and drive to create content? How can you possibly have that peace of mind to serve people and add massive value in the world? You can't. It's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You need to feel that basic security in order to advance to the higher levels and ultimately to get to doing self-actualization activities. And so money is a resource that allows you to do that, that allows you to fill up your cup first and therefore have more great energy to give to the world. And something that I am also embracing more and more is the fact that the more money that I make, the more ability 
I have to invest that into helping more people, into reaching more people with my message and therefore being able to help more people at the end of the day. It's really about looking at how are we using money. Money at the end of the day is just energy. It's a neutral form of energy. How we decide to look at money and how we decide to use money and spend money is what then creates the meaning of money for us and the meaning of money in our lives. And that just sounded really profound and I just came up with that. So I'm really proud of myself. (laughs) And, you know, back to my point of money being just a form of energy, it's not harder to manifest money than to manifest anything else that you have already manifested in your life, such as a parking spot, a free meal, a cute date. It's all the same thing. So when you really fully grasp and understand that, first of all, money is a resource, and second of all, money is energy, you become a lot more powerful and conscious in the way that you can draw in money to you and create massive value with money. So that's basically all I have for you guys today. And I'm feeling so excited that I decided to talk about this topic because I did have my hesitation because I'm not normally like someone who talks a lot about money. But I think that as I really advance in my personal money and abundance journey, that it's really important to talk about these things because these are the very things that I am personally working on myself at the mindset level. So hopefully this has been helpful for you as you work through these exercises and journal prompts and reflections. Be sure to head on over to Instagram, tag me in your Instagram stories to let me know how this process is going or send me a DM and let's chat about your money beliefs. And like I mentioned earlier on, if you feel called to learn more about Shine Your Light, definitely head on over to the link in my show notes to check out the program because I am absolutely confident and certain that if you are a spiritual entrepreneur ready to shine your light big time and create massive impact, that this is going to be the transformative program for you. So with that, I send you guys massive love and high vibes, and I cannot wait to catch you on my next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Badass Lightworker Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and this podcast, I would be forever grateful if you can subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, as that helps more badass lightworkers find this podcast. Let's be sure to keep in touch. You can find me over on Instagram at PSMLA, on Facebook, in my Facebook group, Badass Lightworker Tribe, or over on my website, PSMLA.com. I'll catch you on the next episode, and until then, go out there, shine your light.